If you do what I'm about to explain, sales will become very easy for you. I don't mean easy in the sense that you're going to breeze through every deal, because for full transparency, sales is never going to be a walk in the park. However, if you're struggling to close deals or you're worried about whether or not you can close deals, this video is for you and it should help you. So chances are you are an agency owner, a coach, a consultant, you got a service or you're starting and you know that one of the hurdles you need to overcome is sales. You know you need to convince people to actually buy from you. If you're not able to do that, you're not going to make any money. You might even be procrastinating sales calls by not doing outreach or trying to do other things like build websites because fundamentally you're a little bit afraid of sales and you're a bit worried about it. So in this video, I am going to teach you a technique that I've used many times. I think I've conducted probably about 2,500 sales calls. I've closed well over 600, 700 high ticket deals in my time. So I'm going to walk you through one of the main things that I've learned and it should help you close more deals. So my name is Charlie Morgan. I've built and scaled two companies. Uh, the first one is called Northflow Consulting. It's a marketing agency. I scaled it to seven figures and got rid of the clients because it became a bit too messy. Now I run Imperium Acquisition, which is a multi seven figure, soon to be eight figure coaching company. And I make these YouTube videos to help people make client acquisition easy. But without further ado, let's hop in. So this technique revolves around something that you're going to be doing outside of actual sales calls. Okay, so it's not something that you're going to be doing when you're inside of the trenches in the, in the actual call itself. It's something that you need to get used to doing in your every day to day life. And by doing it outside of sales calls, when you come into sales calls, things get easier. So it revolves around one simple premise. And that is basically the we buy as we sell. So what we can actually do, and this is really interesting, is we can hold up a mirror between how we do something and how we expect other people to do things. And you can do this anywhere in life with all sorts of different scenarios and situations. For example, if your tendency was naturally to get aggressive when someone you know, had a go at you or riled up your ego, then naturally that's what you would think other people would do in that situation. So as humans, we're very narcissistic at our core and projection is one of the, the primary means of irrationality, whereby we expect other people to do what we do. And we expect our behavior to be mirrored and emulated in the situations we'd find ourselves in if we looked at other people. So how does this apply to sales and why is it important? Here's the thing, right? So if you are really indecisive, if you negotiate really fiercely, if you can't say no to people because you're always leaving them in the maybe zone because you don't like the conflict, then what do you think people are going to do to you on sales calls? So here's the thing about the mirror and here's the thing. The way that you buy things in your everyday life, whether it's a gym membership, a high ticket product or a lawnmower, whatever you buy, the way that you purchase that thing and the dynamic of the interpersonal dynamics you use to communicate your intentions and obviously negotiate everything, that is how you will naturally expect people to buy from you. And this is a really important lesson. So one thing that a lot of people struggle with is getting prospects that constantly like, cannot say no to you. They're always leaving you in the maybe zone. It's not like yes or no. It's always like, oh, I'll think about it. Let me sort of think about it. If you are someone in a buying situation who always wants to think about it and you're really indecisive and you can't give a yes or no answer out of fear for what happens on both sides, then when you start trying to sell your services and close people, what's going to happen is you won't be able to get people to give you a decision because fundamentally you're unconsciously accepting the fact that people are just indecisive because you're indecisive. So if you're always going out to people and saying, oh, like, I'll think about it or let me like, I've got to do this first or like, ah, it's not a yes, it's not a no, I need to mull it over. If you do that and you put yourself in a sales scenario where someone says they need to do that, then you will have no inclination or awareness to push them or to try and handle that objection because fundamentally that's what you would do. And so this is like an ego thing, it also refers to a word called praxis, which denotes that we give action to belief. So if you believe that everyone always wants to think about it, then you will naturally tailor your sales calls to go in that direction, which is quite dangerous. So another example of this is being like price averse, right? So you're always worried about the price. That's the main thing you're constantly fearful of is how much something's going to cost. And you know, you'll, you'll go through and you'll explore things and then you're always at the end like, ah, 
the price, like what's the price going to be? If your relationship as a buyer with price is a negative one, then you're naturally going to emit that energy to your prospects on sales calls. And probably you're going to lead to people thinking that your price is negative in some way or another. The main way that this manifests is with the objection handling phase. However, it also manifests in the questioning phase of the sales call. When you're running a discovery call, your primary objective is to, you know, ask questions, to diagnose their problem and start dredging up some pain in the prospect. And, you know, traditional and and what I believe to be good sales advice is to basically start asking painful questions. And what I mean by painful questions is questions that by the prospect answering them lead to the prospect feeling a bit uncomfortable. So if I said to you right now, if we were on a sales scenario, you're struggling with sales. If I said to you like, well, how many deals have you closed today? And you said, well, I haven't closed any. And then you'd say, well, why do you think that is? And then you'd say, oh, it's because of this, 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 and this. And he said, considering you're not closing any deals, how is this having an impact on your life right now? By you answering that question, the answer is obviously going to be negative, right? It's not going to be a pleasant one to answer. If you're afraid of asking scary or difficult or, you know, painful questions on a sales call, then the only reason you're afraid of doing that is because you're afraid of what would happen if someone asked you. So if you're on a sales call and someone asked you one of these questions, you might judge them for it. You might think they're being slimy. You might think they're being like all slick and like, oh, this horrible sales rep trying to manipulate me. So if you, if someone asked you that question and you saw them as like at some sort of manipulative, nasty piece of work, what you will do is when you need to ask that question, you snooker yourself because you think other people will judge you the same way that you judge the people, like the people who are asking you. So what we can do very often with specific things like sales is, is put a mirror up between like our thoughts and behaviors and our perception of other people's thoughts and behaviors. It's not always the case. It's very rarely the case that everyone behaves in the same way you do. But if you're the kind of person who's always asking for a discount, how do you think you're going to respond when someone asks you for a discount? Well, because you always ask and you always want that, people are always going to, you know, if someone asks you, you're going to give it to them and probably give them even more. So you need to be really cognizant of this and really careful. When I learned this and when I became aware of this and I started studying like how this mirror effect works, I corrected all of my buying behaviors. So basically like now, if someone gives me an option to buy something, it's a yes or a no on the call. And and this is the thing, right? This is where people go wrong with this because they think like, oh, but what, but surely if I start saying no to people, that's going to make other people say no to me. That's actually a good thing. We love yeses, we love noes, but we hate maybes. I'm always willing to say no to someone if I genuinely don't want to do it. If they've made their best effort on a sales call, if it's not a fit for me and I don't want to do it, I'll just tell them. I'll say, look, not for me. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Because if anything, that you want to attract that energy from prospects on your sales calls, because then you can clear out the people that aren't interested and just cut to the core of the people that are. Don't be afraid to say no to people. Let's say you receive a cold call or someone knocks on your door and they're trying to sell you something. If, if you if you tell them to fuck off and you put the phone down and you swear and you judge them or if the person who knocks on the door, you've shut the door and think, oh, what an asshole. What, what do you think people are going to think about you when you try and do those efforts? So if you're judging every cold caller, every person who's knocking on your door, every cold DM you get, every cold email you get, if you're constantly saying, oh, these people are so fucking annoying, they're irritating, I hate them. When you have to do that behavior to grow your business, you're going to project all of that judgment internally, externally onto the people that you're reaching out to. And that fear will cripple you and it will snook you and prevent you from actually doing tasks and activities you need to do to grow. So it's often the case that like, if you want to grow your business, you just have to clean up your own personal life. As soon as I started saying no to people I wanted to say no to, I stopped negotiating and asking for discounts. I actually answered people's questions without judging them. And I truly listened. Like this is another one. If you want people to listen to you on sales calls, if you want to have that authority and you want to demand their attention, then you have to give that attention to other people when they're trying to sell you. It's kind of the same with YouTube videos, right? For example, if I click on a YouTube video, I will watch the YouTube video in full. The reason I do that is because if I'm the kind of person who uses YouTube as this sort of like, almost like it's like TikTok, where I'm watching one video for one minute and then I've got five tabs open and then I'm doing something else over here. And then whenever I'm watching someone's YouTube video, I will give them the courtesy of canceling all my tabs, turning my phone off and just watching the video and 
paying attention and watching the whole thing because that's what I would want someone to do if they were watching my video. And so I'm able to sit here and talk without any fear as to whether or not someone's going to click off. And that might be irrational because it might be the might be the case that you know a lot of people click off this video and don't watch the full thing. But ultimately, it enables me to make better, clearer content because I'm not worried about something like that. In essence, this is like probably the most important thing that I've learned in sales. I say probably the most important. There's going to be like tons of other little things that I've learned, but this is a big one because if you're judging people, if you can't, if you're always sat in the maybe zone with your decisions, if you're always asking for discounts, if you're not listening properly to people like in your personal life, you will carry all of that shit will manifest as fear and anxiety and you'll be going into sales calls basically like a a scared dog, right? Which is probably not the best animal to be when you're doing sales calls. One other thing is that if you are struggling with client acquisition, there's a link in the description you can click. I don't care if you click it or not. Obviously, I make these YouTube videos to help you. I have a personal incentive of booking appointments to my company. You can go and click that link if you want. It's a funnel. It's designed to get you to book a call and schedule a demo. I'm not going to pretend it's a free training or a fucking webinar. You can look at it if you want. I don't care if you do or not. It's just to help you get more clients if you need that. You might not even need it, so I don't care. But anyways, that's everything for this video. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful. And if you just subscribe and comment and like and do all that fancy stuff, be cool. So yeah, have a good day. Thanks for watching. Cheers.